This is According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell, McPherson's sports talk show. You were looking good out there. You had a yeah. red hat on. I didn't have a hat on. Red suit, red tie, even red loafers. No. Listen Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at According to Jim is your home for the McPherson Bullpups. Chase Kinnaman a three for the tie. Off the backboard and good! Chase Kinnaman makes it in! Off the buzzer and we've got overtime! Everything happening in the sports world. Crawford eight! Crawford's gotta hurry! Oh! Oh no! And even some things not happening in the sports world. You're, you're the bitter end. I'm the bitter man, I guess. <laughs> not the better man, the bitter man. Now it's time for According to Jim. Here's Jim Joyner and Steve Sell. Let's do this thing. Another edition of According to Jim right here on 96.7 FM KBBE. Or for those of you listening online, worldwide at midkansasonline.com. I'm Jim Joyner. Joining me as always, the most popular man in McPherson wearing his indie bulldog orange, Mr. Steve Sell. Steve, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Your swinging bridge shirt as well. It's very Independence of you today. Oh, I'm, it's in, it's Independence Day. Something like that. Sure. Well, Steve, it's an exciting day. I want to talk a little bit about the NBA draft lottery at some point this week because it was just such a strange night last night. Bullpup Soccer had a fun win last night as well, 10-0. Great win. At half over Great Bend, which I know made you very excited. Very excited. You're a big fan of I- any limited game, whether it's a run rule, whether it's the running clock, whether it's the 10-0 goal rule. You're in support of all of that. Oh, yeah. You're also in support of nine-hole league golf championship tournaments. <laughs> you're, you're a fan of everything being shortened as much as possible. Well, I'm not a fan of nine-hole league tournaments, but it worked out for the Bullpups. We've got a lot to talk about, but today we're also getting closer to the PGA Championships, what is normally the fourth major, but is now the second major, and I'm going to have to redo my brain to begin to think like this for the rest of eternity, I guess. The PGA used to be in August, it's now in May, with the U.S. Open to follow that in June, and the British Open, the Open, in July, and of course... To talk about the next major coming up, we have none other than Turkey Creek Golf Course's Trank Fall in to talk about it today. Treg, before we talk about some golf, are you so excited to get Zion Williamson's Pelicans jersey? Have you rushed to the store to buy it? I don't know about that. Because um, you're a fan of all sports, not I'm, just a golf guru. I'm a fan of all sports, but I'm, you know he played for Duke, so I'm not going to get a jersey as I want Zion Williamson. Well, the way I looked at it, when I saw that he was going to go to New Orleans. They panned in on Zion. It looked like somebody just told him he was going to spend the rest of his it was life. A little in, smirk. He looked like he's going to spend the rest of his life in Siberia. The other one that is so weird that I haven't seen as many people talk about: the Memphis Grizzlies received the second pick. The two least valuable NBA franchises drafting one and two with a couple of really good players at the top of this draft. I don't know what's less appealing probably memphis i think i'd rather go to new orleans than memphis but what a what a weird weird day for the nba draft lottery i don't understand how it works they've got ping pong balls i think i i don't understand any of it i just wish if you were the worst team that you could 
get the number one pick. I get they don't want to tank, but if you're tanking, you're already sacrificing enough. I I don't know. It, it's just very confusing. Nobody knows how it works, and everybody's all upset about it today. I guess not Treg. Well, Steve, it, are you upset? Well, I wrote a column about it at midkansasonline.com, and I call this the Zion lottery. This wasn't the NBA lottery. This was the Zion lottery. Because once, you know, when they show the NBA draft, whenever it is, you're going to, you know, Zion's going to get picked, and then everyone's going to turn it off. I mean, there's not. What about R.J. Barrett? There's, John Morant. I, 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 those guys will be okay. They'll be decent pros. But this is all about Zion. And going to New Orleans, maybe Anthony Davis will decide, you know, maybe this isn't a bad deal now, staying and playing with uh, Zion. Because New Orleans they, has some options now with trade, too. You know, with Anthony Davis, the whole thing going on with him. The big talk is he's going to go to Boston for, like, Jason Tatum, Marcus Smart. I mean, Boston's got a cluttered roster with a lot of good players. The problem is they've got too many players, yep. and they're all about the same, so they want to unclutter their roster a little bit. Have we mentioned the Knicks and how they had a, just a horrible year in the hopes of getting Zion Williamson this whole time, and now they don't have Zion? They're going to get R.J. Barrett. They're so. going to get Kevin Durant, too. I, I fully and believe And that's the Kevin other Durant's part of this, to too. New York. Yeah. Well, that was all kind of a mess last night, and then I watched the Warriors take on the Blazers, and Steve's prediction that the Warriors would win with ease and see, was proven correct. The Warriors, to me, are energized without Kevin Durant. I think they want to show that, you know, yeah, Kevin Durant showed up. He's won a couple championships with us, but we were a pretty good team without Kevin Durant. I thought last night they played with more purpose and more focus than they did in any of the games against Houston. Well, yeah, they Golden, did win Golden, 73 games without him. Golden State is so much more fun to watch when Durant's not playing because, you know, Steph and Clay, pure shooters, there's pass and cut and screen and balls moving. There's not really any isolations. It is a And they were just bombing watch. threes oh, last yeah. night. They, they're so good at reading screens. I mean, and then Durant, I mean, he's a great player, don't get me wrong, but I just I like watching them better without Durant. They they're won, they're they won, hungrier. They, they won two championships without them. They're hungrier, I think. I just think, that, and, you know, they, they, they play with a chip of their shoulder when they don't have Durant. Well, enough talk about basketball. It's golf time, PGA exactly. coming up this weekend, but Treg has Turkey Creek simmered down. Has the water level gone all the way down yet? Because last week you guys took so much water in the pictures that you guys were posting on Facebook. That was crazy. Have you ever seen anything like that? I was talking to Jason. I've never seen anything like it. And Jason said that was the highest he'd seen it in 20 years. Our superintendent out there, all the years he's been there. And, you know, we were at the clubhouse and you could hear the water rushing behind Nines Green just flowing. And But, you know, everything's about back to normal. We, uh, we're getting out there and mowing everything again, so by early next week, I think you won't even you won't even notice. There's a little silt on a couple holes, yeah. but uh, that won't be there for long. Um, and and I played yesterday, uh, like you said, the fairway the fairway we, we've gotten so much rain, the fairways are growing so fast that you, you know you almost have to mow them. Yeah, they're mowing them right now too yeah. again. So that when that happens too, you know, mow them now and then again, they'll probably be you won't even be able to tell. So. Steve also wanted to talk with you before we dive into the PGAs. Steve was a little frazzled yesterday when he started going through some state high school golf scores or some regional golf scores. And I think Steve wanted to have the conversation of what's the difference with Kansas high school golf now compared to what it was 30 or 40 years ago? Because is the difference even that much compared to when you were playing? Is it more that there aren't as many people playing golf at the high school level anymore? Because it feels like there's been a pretty significant drop-off 
over the last couple years. Yeah, I would agree. When I was in high school, we I mean, my our team made state all four years and we had, you know, we always had four scores 79 or lower. Um, you know, our our bad days were we'd take a couple in the 80s, you know, but now you see you still got the kids that are cream of the crop that shoot around par and then Seems like the average now is like eighty-five to ninety-five when it used to there be. There was a tournament mid to high seventies at Marion. There were four scores under one hundred. That's it. Four out of like forty-four under one hundred. And I have played Marion, and I can tell you, I could leave my driver in the bag and just use irons and hybrids and probably shoot eighty at Marion. It's well, not because you're a certified pro, but it's not that hard of course. I mean, I'm, I'm just, I was flabbergasted. And then, you know, you look at some of the other, you know, there's a lot of regionals or there's one or two kids that broke 80. I know there was a three, a regional where Heston was at, and it wasn't a real tough day. I don't think on Monday, Mm-mm. but, um, it's just the depth. You don't have the depth anymore. And I know you've really tried hard to get, you know, you've started some programs at Turkey Creek, uh, try to get more juniors involved. And when I played, we had anywhere from 50 to 60 kids in our junior program. And I lived in a town that's actually a little smaller than in McPherson. Yeah, I mean, we, we have our snag program for four to seven-year-olds, and we were maxed out with 33 in that last year. Then we had about 20 or so on our eight to 12-year-old, and then 12-plus we had, you know, just under 10. So, you know, we're trying to build those up and get it get it full and get some more high school golfers. But I think we had quite a few freshmen on our golf team this year. Right. So, um, hope, I think yeah, we'll just have, one senior, the yeah. bus, you know, he yeah, was we'll driving quite that Quite a team. few guys coming back. So hopefully, hopefully it gets back to normal and, and gets, gets going the right way. Well, Steve, what do you see as the difference from golf in the mid seventies at the high school level compared to now? Is it just the amount of people that play or is it more that people are not playing at a younger age? I think it's, I think summer basketball has cut into it. Probably summer football. Summer football. I think kids are just they're they're so multi-sport athletes now. Um, I just I just think it's taken away. I know, like I say, um, when I played in high school, my high school golf team, there was tournaments. I shot seventy-six in qualifying and didn't make the tournament. I mean, we had we had twelve guys that legitimately break eighty. Every single day. Do you think it could be an expense thing too? Do you I think do golf too. Is I really too do. Expensive? I really do because you look at the golf clubs. The price of golf clubs has just gone through. You used to be able to get a set of golf clubs, a really nice set, for about five hundred dollars, and drivers were maybe two hundred dollars. Yep. Putters were about sixty dollars. A little more than doubled now. Yeah, yeah. Drivers are now around four hundred. Some putters are. Over two hundred dollars. I think there's even three hundred dollar putters yeah, now. Scotty Cameron's are three fifty. You know, brand new. And that's just crazy. That wouldn't help me. Scotty Cameron putter <laughs> wouldn't help me. I can't putt with anything. So. Yeah. All right. Let's take our first break. When we come back, let's dive into the major coming up this weekend. We'll go into if Tiger Woods is going to make it major number sixteen and back to back. We'll talk about all the other guys in the field who's going to surprise people, who is not going to surprise people. We'll do all that next. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Farmer State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva, Next Tech Wireless, and Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 12.30 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM, K- 
KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Back on this afternoon's According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. The PGA Championship is this weekend. It begins tomorrow from the Bethpage Black Course in Farmingdale, New York. We've got Turkey Creek Golf Course's Treg Fall on today to tell us about this year's field, what the differences are with the PGA being played in May compared to August. But Treg, you, you're feeling pretty good about your guy Tiger Woods after having faith in him the last time you were on the show when he won the Masters. Is your faith continuing into the month of May? Do you think Tiger can hang around at the top again this weekend? I think he definitely can. I think he can be right there in contention um, come Sunday again. I'm a little worried about the colder weather, the rainy weather with him. And, you know, he's with his back surgeries and stuff. I think it takes a little longer to get warmed up. But taking some time off, too, hasn't played since the match. That's a little – but he knows his body. He knows what his game plan, what he's shooting for. I, you know, I, ex- I expect him to be in the top five, top ten this week. Again. I don't see him winning it because, like you say, he hasn't played. And I don't. You can say what you will. Competitive golf is different from just going out and, you know, playing eighteen with the boys at the club. And uh, you know, he like you say, he hasn't played what? What's Masters been five weeks probably? It's been five or six. Four weeks. or five weeks yeah. somewhere in there. Yeah, it was weeks, first week yeah. of April or April eighth. So it's been five weeks. And I just think you lose your competitive edge a little bit. But like you say, he knows his body. Beth play Beth Page Black. Uh, really interesting golf course. Well, he's won there, hasn't he? Didn't didn't he win the U.S. Open there? Yep, when it was the U.S. Open, he won there. A little different in June than than now. Yeah, and you know, the PGA is kind of a weird tournament anyway because I always consider it like the black sheep tournament because uh, they they don't generally play a course of this caliber. They always play some kind of, you know, stranger course like Belle Reve and St. Louis or – the Olympic Club out in San Francisco. but Or that rinky-dink course whistling straights. Yeah, why would they ever play at a <laughs> terrible course like well, that? Yeah, but uh, no, but, you know, I think moving it um, to uh, May is going to help it because I think by the time August rolls around, I think people are fried on tournament golf. Yeah, the other thing is, too, the big thing is there's so much more variety of golf courses they can pick from. Come, you know, come August, those golf courses start get baked out um, the grass isn't as lush, you know. With this, you can you can pick all areas of the country to to go host a PGA. Well, I know um, I saw a baseball game last night uh, from that area, and they had stocking caps on, and and it was wet and raining. The the Northeast has just been absolutely hammered by weather, so weather's going to play a big factor. Yeah, it will. You know, it's going to be it's going to be long. Golf course gonna be damp, gonna be cold. That's so. the way Beth Page plays, isn't it? Isn't yep. it super long? Yep, very long. Uh, fairways are pretty narrow. Crowds pretty rowdy. Um, it's it's gonna be it's it's a and that that might help now. Tiger because he feeds off the crowd and 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 if you think people were going crazy at Augusta, you know, of course you can't go crazy yeah. at Augusta. They won't let you. But it's just gonna be like a McEnroe Connors tennis match. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Those those New Yorkers, you know, they they they'll they'll tell you what they're thinking. So now there are some big names that continue to pop up at the top of these conversations with who's going to win the majors, whether it's Dustin Johnson who continues to just linger around and be in the top five, top ten, 
of every single tournament. Justin Rose, who I believe entered the Masters as the world number one. You've got Brooks Kepka, who is the defending PGA champion or two-time. Is he two-time? No, just the US one Open time, twice, yeah. and then PGA. Yeah. So, so the yeah. PGA defending champion. You've got Rory McIlroy. You've got JT Molinari. JT who, withdrew. Oh, I didn't know that. Bad yeah. risk. So, I'm, Bad so, I'm, risk. so I'm glad I'm not picking him. Like yep. Jordan Speed, this is not a good course for Jordan. No, Spieth. not at all. Nope. Nope. What about Steve's favorite, Francesco Molinari? Nope, not a good course Too for short. Francesco. I really like Kepka. I think he's un- he's in good form right now. You just got to hammer the ball out of sight on this course, and I, I really I I think, and he won the PGA last year. Uh, I-, I really like his the, chances. The big keys to winning this tournament: number one is the strokes gained tee to green. You know, you're gonna have to hit it far, and you're gonna have to get on the green. So, who 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 do you guys think's number one in that? Any idea who it's the DJ. ball the best? I'd say Rory McIlroy. Wow. Yeah. So, and then strokes gained driving, who do you think's number one on that? Kepka? Rory McIlroy. Ooh. I mean, all signs are pointing to him, but then you get down, putting inside 10 feet, Rory McIlroy's like 75th on tour. So, yeah. you know, if there ever was another major that's set for him, you know, how he, you got to drive the ball long and far. You got to hit iron shots. He's so good at striking the ball. He just. It's that putter. What so. about the middle of the road guys that are not in that top ten, but in that ten to twenty range that can hang around? I know you love Tommy Fleetwood. I'm well, sure you're got, gonna pick him. I got my top five, and then I go down. My others, Tommy Fleetwood. He's number sixth in uh, total strokes green tee tee to green, um, but he's not a great putter. Finau's gonna be, I think, right there. He drives yeah. it well. Um, Patrick Cantlay. He's a guy that does everything pretty darn well. Jason Day, fifth and strokes gained off the tee, eleventh and putting. So he's been driving it well this year. And, and he's Jason a great Day, you know, I'm a he was big, right there in the Masters. I'm a big too. believer believer in the they are due theory. Yeah, Jason Day is due to break through. Yep. And then I always have Ricky Fowler. I got his number the man 10 in orange, just because I, I did that for you because you always pick Ricky. Fowler. <laughs> yeah, I love, I'm he's waiting. Due. It, it's going to happen yeah. at yeah, some. So, it really is. But my top five, you know, I got DJ is one, Rory two, Kepka three, Tiger four, and then John Rahm is second in total Ooh. driving. He, that guy can also put on a clinic driving the golf ball. His irons aren't quite as good, but he puts it a little bit better than Rory. So I expect those five to be right there come Sunday. Xander Schauffele, did you did you mention him? I did. He really he was, turned it up was, in the weekend there, at the Masters. Yeah, there's so many good players. I I decided to leave him out just because you know he doesn't hit it as straight off the tee, and you know everyone's this rough, so penalizing. You're gonna have to chop out, and I think he might, you know. And that's one thing about the PGA. They always set it up for the rough to be unbelievably penal. No matter what course they play, the rough is higher here than any other tournament. What about the man in the cart, the fat man, John Daly? I don't even want to start talking about that. John Daly using the cart is pretty much like admitting he does the chow-chow like a little sissy boy. I mean, it's... Well, well, it's (laughs) how did they allow this to happen? I don't know. Because I know they can do it for some medical reasons. Yeah, we're, we're at a PGA Tour event, and it's... A major championship, and a guy's going to be on a cart. That just doesn't seem right to me. He's got some knee swelling or something. He says after walking about six holes, it swells up. He can't do if it. If this were a USGA you know, event, he would not be allowed. Yeah, I mean, allowed. you know, Masters is a major championship. There's no way they're letting you use a cart. So, you know, I don't really like it, but I like JD, so we'll see. He might withdraw anyway before it's yeah, all he, said and done. He might make a 17 on a hole and yeah. then start playing one-handed. And just head out back to the Hooters. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and yeah. set up the Knock set up down the about a six-pack of Coke and yeah. smoke about 25 cigarettes. Six-pack of Coke, Steve. I think that's well, pretty I thought, ambitious. Well, I thought he quit. Diet Coke. 
Yeah, he quit drinking. I, though. I thought I thought he did. I figured who he'd knows? be more of a twelve pack of Miller Lite in the front nine. <laughs> yeah, who knows what he drinks? <laughs> All right, Treg, we're going to take our final break. When we come back, we make our predictions. We'll find out what all's coming up at Turkey Creek. I know that Steve's very excited about the City Golf Tournament coming up. He's already broken it down for me. I don't remember any of it, so I'll have to rehash it with you. We'll do that next. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by... Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Farmer State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva, Next Tech Wireless, and Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Wrapping up today's According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. It's time to make all of our bold predictions. PGA Championship coming up this weekend. Steve, we're not going to have a show tomorrow because the Royals play at 12.15. So I get the feeling that we will be watching a lot of this tournament here at the office all morning tomorrow. I'm sure they'll be watching at Turkey Creek throughout the entire day. So during the Masters, we all made our picks. We picked two that we feel confident about, and Treg... You picked Tiger, didn't you? I did, yeah. Who else did you pick that day? I picked Dustin Johnson, who finished second. So Steve, I had do you remember two. who you picked? I had Rom and Molinari, and Molinari was leading almost the entire last day before collapsing, and Rom, I think, ended up in third. I can still picture that ball that he was chipping up, I believe, on a 15 that popped up in the air, the tree. hit the tree, and splashed. If, that, if Molinari doesn't hit the ball in the water on 15, or if Tiger just pars the last hole... I win the big pot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so who's going to pick first? How are we how are we working here? Champ goes first. You want me to lead it off? The yeah. champion goes first. You get the you number one overall pick. You want me to give my overall pick? I want who I number... think's going to win for sure. I, I, I need, we'll I need your around. two. Well, right, are we going yeah, one in the background? I, I need your pick of All who's right. going to win, and then we'll dive into yours. Okay, so my, my number one pick to win um, – you know, this course, all about off the tee, it's going to be a bomber's paradise, um, and he's actually fifth in strokes gained punting this year. He he won at WGC where they have Poana Greens. He's won three times at Pebble Beach with Poana Greens. It's going to be Dustin Johnson. This Ooh. is a perfect course for him. Beth Page Black, Poana Greens, he putts so well on him. This course is tailor-made for him. I I'm calling it right now. He's going to win the PGA next month. Is at Pebble Beach U.S. Open. He's going to catch his good buddies Brooks. He's going to win back to back. I just have a feeling it's it's time for number one player in the world. Only has one major. He's won over twenty times on tour. It's time for him to start winning some majors. I think he's going to start with these two right here. So you're taking DJ with DJ. your first overall pick. Yep. Steve, how I'm about going, your first? I'm overall going pick? Kepka. Uh, he's the defending champ. Uh, he's won, you know, he's won three majors, I believe it is, um, and he is a bomber. And he just doesn't get rattled by anything. Yeah, Kepka's a great pick. I was reading an article about him. Him and his coach, Harmon, have been working on just a little baby cut that he controls so well because it's going to be key to hit the fairways here. Kepka's usually the guy that just bombs it and goes, finds it, hits it again. But he's he's figuring out a way to hit fairways now, and he's yeah. unflap. You know, he, he doesn't get bothered by anything. So we're doing a serpentine draft, correct? So yep. I, I get two picks here right. at the hot corner. Yeah. Don't right. pick Ricky Fowler. Don't go chasing waterfalls. Jim. So, so my number three pick, number one pick for me, I'm going to go with the man from 
Northern Ireland. I'm going with Ricky Fowler, or excuse me, Roy McElroy. Yep, that's same a good guy. Pick. And then my fourth pick, second pick for me. Got to do it, Ricky. Yep. The man in orange. Come on, he's yeah. got to win one. Yeah. And and I'm not going to let it happen that the week that he actually wins is the weekend that I don't pick yep. him. So I've got to stick with my guy Ricky. So I'm right. going Rory. Ricky, the two little guys that hit it a long way, kind of like you, Steve. Yeah, and I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm kind of like Trey. I'm going DJ as my number two pick. Oh, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa! You gotta pick somebody can, else. You guys already we can't, picked my others. No. Oh, we you can't pick somebody. We gotta else. pick somebody, you gotta somebody pick else. Somebody yeah. else. Oh, okay. Well, I can't thought, just start doubling up. Well, um, okay, I'll go Rom because All you right. know I picked him in the Masters. Another one of mine off the board. Yeah, uh, John Rom, uh, Bomber. Uh, hopefully. He's, the only problem I see with Rom is the New Yorkers could get under his skin. Yep. He's going to have to really keep a cool head. Trag, your, your sixth pick of the draft. Yeah, so, you know, my first two were the Bash brothers. I think DJ and Kepka have the best chance. But yep. off the board, so, you know, I, I'm going to go with with the luscious locks of Tommy Fleetwood. Ooh. That's going to be – Underdog. He hits it so well. His putting's not great, but he is – Fourth in total strokes gained tee to green. So he hits it well enough to be out there. He's plenty long. Um, he's just got to get that claw grip figured out on the green. Yeah, I just I putts. don't think he putts well enough to win it. I, I just don't. So Treg's taking Dustin Johnson and Tommy Fleetwood. Steve Sound taking Brooks Kepka and John Rahm. And I'm taking Rory McElroy and Ricky Fowler. All right, Treg, tell us about what's coming up at Turkey Creek, the city tournament. I know you guys have a bunch of tournaments coming up this summer. Fill us in. All right, so at Turkey Creek, um, May 25th, we got the Public Lands uh, Tournament. Um, all the proceeds go back to Turkey Creek Golf Course. We're almost at 10,000. This is the fourth annual. It's just a four-person scramble. We have a lot of fun. Um, so get signed up for that. I think 13 or 14 teams so far, somewhere around there. Should get up up over 20. We also have the uh, City Tournament coming up June 21st to 23rd. Jay Rising and Scott Davis take took it over. Um, so... They're looking to get energized with that. Um, a lot of a lot of fun changes going on. Um, we're going to try to make it more inviting for everybody, make it easier. You know, we'll play the first day at Turkey Creek, combination of blues and white tees, so you're not all the way back on four, all the way back on sixteen. Hopefully, the country club will be set up just a little bit easier. Um, then go on from there. Um, the first two weeks, it'll be open to McPherson residents and members of the course. And then the last two weeks of sign-up, we're going to open it to the county. So it's going to be the McPherson County Golf Tournament so we can try and get it filled. Um, August 11th, or July 26th, 27th, we have the third annual Open Championship, two-day stroke play at Turkey Creek. August 10th and 11th, we'll have the member guest again. September 15th, the new one we have this year, we're going to do the Big Cup two-man Turkey Creek Challenge. We'll Ooh. have eight, 18 holes of 8-inch cups. Um, it's going to be a blast. How low can you go? They're going to be in a little trickier spots. I think Steve will like that. It'll be fun. Double the size. Um, and then September 28th, we're going to do our first ever night golf that we run, that I that I run. And then October 20th is always the 27 hole on Sunday, the fall classic, F-A-W-L classic um, on October go. 20th. Wonder where you came up with that. Yeah, those, those are our tournaments we run. Obviously, we have a bunch of corporate tournaments as well in there, but those are the ones we put on as a golf course. So A lot of exciting times out at Turkey Creek right yeah. now. And, and just, uh, Mainly for Steve. He's feeling good. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, yesterday was the first day it felt like real golf weather. Got really hot. I actually got it's hot yesterday. It's supposed I, to be like 89 tomorrow. Actually got, I got a little overheated yesterday on the back nine. I was coming out strong, striking it. 
walking confidently down the fairway, and then by 12, I was gasping. Yeah. There's no way Steve was walking down the fairway. Him Riding and John Daly, they're the both of those carts, hoofing down Marlboros, <laughs> drinking Miller Lite. That, that's the way Steve is. <laughs> All right, Trey, thanks for coming on today. We'll be excited Appreciate for the PGA. It. Beth Page Black, we'll see how everybody handles those rowdy New Yorkers. Oh, yeah, it'll be fun. All right, we'll wrap up today's show. Steve, no show tomorrow. Right. Royals will be on in the afternoon wrapping up their but series with the Rangers. we have soccer on tomorrow night. Oh, yeah, we will. And it'll be a fun one as the Bullpups will be taking on Capen Mount Carmel. I'm sure that Treg has had some experiences playing against Capen. Oh, all the time. We played them in football and basketball uh, and golf. They were really good in golf when I was in high school. I think they won two or two of the four state And that's who we beat for the state champ. The year I coached the championship golf team at McPherson, Capen was a team yep. we beat. They were a heavy favorite coming in. And we took them down. My junior year in football, we pounded them the first round of the playoffs. So, yep. got to feel a little bit better about that. Then, oh, yeah. <laughs> didn't have to deal with Bubba <laughs> at that time. No. Did you have to play him in football, or or did that they come Gardner play? Edgerton. That was Gardner Edgerton. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Gar- Bubba, yeah. Bubba, I had to play him in basketball. He had a tip back dunk on me. Yeah, he was. He, he was a we don't talk about that. He, he posterized. No, that was Craig. in the third and fourth place game of state, so nobody. Yeah, well, nobody, nobody was even there. Steve didn't even go. I was there. Christian Olsaker forgot to box him out or something. Yeah, yeah but play, I was there. We'll blame him. I was there. <laughs> All right, we'll wrap up today's show for Treg Fall for Steve Sell. I'm Jim Joyner. Thanks for listening to According to Jim. We will not talk to you tomorrow, and we'll talk to you on Friday. According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell was brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Farmers State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva, Next Tech Wireless, and Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson. Make sure to listen to According to Jim every weekday from 1230 to 1 p.m. right here on 96.7 FM KBBE. Well,